Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. We are, Lord willing, going back to the Holy Land. So the encounter tour has been rescheduled May 4 through 14. I'll say that again, May 4th through 14, 2021, the encounter tour to Israel. So excited. It's been rescheduled. Lord willing, all plans will be go. And I'd love to have you join us. So if you want more information, check out the show notes. There'll be a link, but also you can go to madisontravel.com and you can look it up under Rachel and Michael Inouye. I-N-O-U-Y-E is the last name. And it'll tell you a little bit about the encounter tour. So excited to encounter the Holy Land, encounter the people that go together, and encounter Holy Spirit in new ways. Hope you can join us. Thanks. Okay, I am so glad to be in my little closet here with Carrie because you're a returnee. Yes. I have very many returnees. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) I am so glad to have Carrie with me today. And I think we needed to do a second one. Yes. Um, Because so much has transpired in your life. And we're going to get to that. But Mm -hmm. before we start, can I just get a little bit of the... uh, fire away type questions. Sure. Okay. So let's tell uh, people and they'll get used to your voice and they're going to love you no matter what. But (laughs) would you say right off the bat, you're an introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Coffee, tea, either, neither? Uh, Coffee. Dog, cat? Dog. Okay. Morning bird or night owl? Morning bird. Are you books or movies? I like both. Okay. Silence or music? Again, I like both. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Would you consider yourself leaned in or laid back, Carrie? I'm leaned in for sure. Shower or bath? Shower, but if I had more time, I would be taking more baths. <laughs> hey, you're consistent. That's what yes. you said last time. That's yeah. so good. Driver, passenger? Um, I think I remember my answer being last time that I, I'm normally the driver, but I do I do not mind being the passenger. Yeah. And like lately, I, I actually really love being the passenger. Oh, good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I'll have to get back to the lately. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you know that this is called The Real Deal. Yes. And I've invited you because, number one, I believe you're The Real Deal. Thank you. And also, when I asked you if there was somebody in your life that had been an example of The Real Deal, just comfortable in their own skin, felt like they were just authentically being who they were, mm-hmm. you mentioned your late husband. Yes. Would that still be the burning mm. answer or is there, uh, not to erase him, what I'm saying, is there anything else or anybody else that's kind of come like, oh, they're the real deal? You know, I loved that question and it was very easy for me yeah. to answer. I think, I think as I have been continually on this journey, the thing that I look for in people is that genuineness. Mm. So I would say that I have surrounded myself with people that to me are the real deal because that is where genuine relationships really come from is if you can be real. And I have said more times than not, Hey, with me, what you see is what you get. Uh, I'm not putting, I'm not putting on any, you know, any faces here. It's, it's really me. (laughs) So I just really appreciate that in people. I'm attracted to that in people, whether it be, you know, friends or just, I think it's what I really appreciate about even my family relationships that we just, we talk it out, you know, even when it's hard to hear. Yeah. So So, good. So good. So healthy. And then, you know, you're, you're, um, 
on the other side of even if it was difficult, you're all going to be able to be who you were and you right. don't have to be a pretender or whatever. That's so good. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I would like to ask you, first of all, um, what do you want to share that bridges last time mm. to this time? Mm-hmm. Because I may have asked you last time for a different reason, but there's a time span that's gone by. Right. And so how would you like to let the audience know maybe why I asked you in the first place and what you knew you needed to share last time. Yeah. And then abbreviated whatever that would be. Sure. I remember that when we were in touch, I was, okay, so my husband died in May of 2019. We did our first um, conversation in Mm -hmm. October of that year. And when we talked about doing it, I remember saying to you, Rachel, your podcast is called The Real Deal. I am in some real stuff right now. Yeah. So instead of me waiting two years and saying, oh, well, gosh, yeah. you know, look at the healing that's been going on and look at how, you know, everything is, is pretty much, you know, just a little bit more back to normal yeah. now. I wanted to really talk to you when I was in it yes. because people are in stuff. People oh are really in stuff every single yep. day. And I think that after what happened to our family happened, that was magnified in my life that I knew, I know that I know that people could be driving really, really slow on a highway and you're just looking at them going, will you just get it together? But they could have been coming from the hospital like I was on, on May 28th, 2019. What a and so <laughs> that's so true. You that's know, so true. Like what are people going through? Right. So I wanted to talk to you in that while yeah. I was still really, it was raw those first six months or so. And then now we've been through a year yeah. and, um, I am in a very different place. Yeah. I'm in a good place, but it took work to get there. And so I guess I would, I'm excited to kind of share yeah. some of that journey yeah. and what has changed since October. Yeah. So I'm so, for, number one, I want to thank you again for doing the first podcast with oh, me. Thank you. Because uh, the bravery to do it, mm. um, I felt like you were honest and vulnerable and, and were able to share, this is hard. And I remember specifically the place where God was meeting you in that chair. Like I still can picture, you know, just the comfort that he brought you. The, um, it's okay to not have to do right now. You just need to be. And almost kind of like the ICU in a chair. Mm. Like there was just some intensive care that he was doing. And I remember it. And if you, like you said, if you had told me the story... When years had passed, it would be different than right then. So, right. number one, thank you, because that was courageous. Thank you. And also, so I, I want to ask you about, you've had an, do you call it an anniversary of someone's yeah. death? I mean, is that what you call yeah, it? I mean, you do. Yeah. Can you just tell me a little bit about that day sure. or the days that preceded it? Because sometimes before something hard, it's almost harder than the, I, I just want your perspective on yeah. that day. Yeah. Well, and let me, let me even back up to like, we went through all the holidays then, right? So I was here in October, you have your first Christmas and then the turn of the year. And at the turn of the year, 2020, I was so, I honestly did look at it very optimistically because I thought, okay, this is a new year. year. This is really like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into this with some hope. I am happy to say goodbye to 2019. And, um, so see ya then. Yeah. Oh, Bye. goodbye. See you later. Um, yeah, that door was slammed shut, <laughs> but, um, so yeah, then, you know, that you're getting into all these newer things, newer months. And, um, 
in February, we had Valentine's Day, right? So a gift to myself was I bought a Chromebook because oh. I really knew that the Lord was calling me to write yes. and do some things yes. in that way. So that was something kind of new. Then March, uh, I kind of been taking you month by month, but I'm it's just kind of part of the journey. But yeah, um, March, obviously, this whole pandemic really yeah. um, ramped up. And um, I started working remote from home. Um, a little bit more. And that was a blessing in and of itself because um, it just kind of gave me a deep breath. I don't mm. know if you felt that at all. For sure. Where it was like, you know what? This slowdown is kind of forced, but it's really nice. Really nice. It's kind of like a snow day. Yeah. You know, but they kept going. <laughs> snow months. They kept going and going. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we had some precious time. The girls and I had some precious time together. Um, even though at times, you know, you felt a little stir crazy, but so we were approaching May, you know, we were, yeah. we were kind of getting up there and I was anticipating one thing and it turned out to be another. Mm, unpack that way. I was un- anticipating it to be sad and a day of reflection and, um, leading up to it. I kind of knew the people that love me so well. I am so well loved. People mm-hmm. in my life, I am so blessed by the friends and the family that I have. I knew that they would probably be wanting to commemorate something. And I knew that that might be really difficult for me. And so I kind of told, especially like my, let's say my brother. Yeah. I said, I think we want to just be left alone. Which is very unlike me and very social, being the extrovert that I am. But I just really felt like I don't know what I'm going to wake up and feel that day. It's so good because it's kind of like a self-awareness and a boundary. Yeah. Like I don't have to do what would make everybody else feel good on this day. I have to just be the real deal. Honestly, I'm not sure I want to do a big deal. Right. Good for you to know that. Yeah, and so some dear friends had planned some things, and they just said, you know what, throughout the day, we're just going to put some things on your front porch. People are people that love you are going to be stopping. They do not need to see you. We just want you to know that we're thinking of you. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I happened to be standing outside when some of the first people came up, and... There was no way that I could not talk to Now I gotta run back in the house because I told you I didn't want to be seen. (laughs) And by the way, by the way, I was feeling good that day. I think that some of the days leading up to it, I was kind of emotional. But the actual day, the girls and I sat in our kitchen and we had a really lovely talk. Mm. Just about where we've been and what this day means. And that we were okay. And it was... Rachel, it was a little like Christmas. I am not kidding. We felt so loved. People dropped off plants and they dropped off little gifts that meant something to us. Both of my daughters had friends upon friends that descended upon our house. Nice. I hugged people. I, you know, I yep. probably weren't supposed to be hugging at that time, but right. man, I just hugged. It felt like heaven. Yes. It actually felt yes. a little like heaven and I thought to myself this is what heaven must be like mm. when you just see all these love. people that love you and feel that love and it was beautiful mm. and I journaled on May 29th today 
starts my true new year. Ugh. Today starts it. Instead of January 1. Yeah. I love yeah. it. And it was, it was beautiful. And it wasn't messy beautiful. Like okay, I kind of yeah. had talked about yeah, in yeah. October. Like I had kind of said like there's like an ugly beautiful yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. that I was going through. Mm-hmm. This was just plain out beautiful. Oh, I love it. So I'm, I'm, I look back on that day and I have a lot of gratitude and a lot of gratitude for the earthly angels that God has put mm. in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, grateful for my family and friends That's because they so love good. me well. That's so and good. My girls. And it's actually, uh, you don't, you don't live your life looking through the rear view mirror all the time. Right. You have to look out the front windshield. You go forward. But it's important to look back. It is. So that you can go forward, yes. right? I mean, I have this phrase in one of my talks, look back with gratitude, look forward with faith. Yeah. Because I find so many people that will look back with regret and forward with fear. And it's, no, no, no. Look back to see the ways that you've been led or ways that you've been brought through so that you know it's going to be fine. But that day, you were able to do that. And when you said you had the time with your girls, we're okay. You were actually looking back going, oh, we're still standing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's really good. It was a lot of... That's really good. Yeah, it was a, a an opportunity for us to kind of say, we made it. Yeah. And I was... There was a little bit of a relief, actually, mm. once I hit that year. I wow. felt like, wow, I've been through all those firsts, and we can now say, we've done it. Yep. We, we've just... Yep. we. And it was a, it was an interesting that you say rear view mirror because I literally said that to someone. I mm. said, I'm mm-hmm. really glad that first year's in the rear view mirror because wow. we're ready to move forward. Yeah. And moving forward doesn't mean in any way, shape, or form that we're still not in some ways grieving, you know. Right, right, right. Um, I had some real, real hard conversations um in April with the Lord. I I took a drive one night and I had some ugly cry conversations with him but that needed to happen so that we could get to that may and then we could get to that may 29th yep and that's all part of it so good Mm -hmm. yeah i um i see the rear view mirror as a way to go forward and but you're not in a parked car staring at the rear view mirror you're 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 still moving so that's so good um this is so unrelated but i just want to know this yeah tell me about carrie when she was young Oh, I just want to know anything, anything that stands out to you, like you loved this moment in your life or you were embarrassed or it was, you felt alive, something that was life-giving in your childhood, because I think it is part of who we are and Mm -hmm. we never lose it. So I just wonder, Mm -hmm. Hmm. gosh, what were you like? Um, like now a little bit friendly, love people. Yeah. Yeah. Talkative and fun. And- Always, you know what I remember specifically? Okay, I'll remember. I'll tell you my, my kindergarten story. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I have a November birthday. Do you so do I. Okay. November. I'm 16. I'm 15. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that's why we like each other. That is so why we like it. Okay, so November birthday. Go ahead. Sorry to so, interject. No, that's so great. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I love November. Um, so, when I was starting kindergarten... It was, you know, the big deal if you were four or five, right? Right. So I was four. I was four that fall, turning five in November. Right. And um, the 
principle came out, I, I, I do remember this, you know, like out of your childhood, yeah. you have these certain moments that you really remember. And I was sitting in his office and I knew that it was a big deal that my mom had taken me there and she was <laughs> sitting me, you know, next to me. And he came out and he said, my maiden name is Tice. So he said, Carrie Tice. And I looked at him and I sat up in that chair and he said, are you ready for a test? And I said, Yes. And he later told my mom that he didn't have to ask any other questions after that, that he knew that I was ready for the test. So good. And um, I can tell you that throughout all of my school years, no matter what, I was always just kind of like, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll try that. Sure. Oh, cheerleading tryouts are tomorrow? Sure, I'll try that. I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. Yeah. Oh, you want to run track? Sure. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I'll go out for track. You know, dying after practice going, what in the <laughs> world I did thinking? I think about this was a good idea. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I tease people in my life now that, and, and my, my late husband always said, you know, you are a really good sport. I appreciate you being such a good sport. And it's because I think I just always have kind of had that, can do attitude kind of like okay well you know I remember graduating now my my daughter has graduated um from high school and it's been such an weird year for her an emotional year obviously for everybody for everybody we're all in this together um but I remember graduating from high school and you know people were crying and 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 stuff and I just kind of thought okay like I appreciate that this is emotional but like man I'm excited for what's next and so uh, that is the way that I made. Yeah. And so it's interesting though, as we are talking about this and I just told that kindergarten story that that came to me that I think, yeah, I think I'm just always ready for, okay, well, yep. what are we going to do? Sure fits the leaned in, not the laid back. You know totally. what I mean? Like, okay, I'll go. Totally. I'll be a four-year-old kindergarten kid. I will turn five. Totally. <laughs> when the year is about to be done. Right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So good. All right. So I, I know that was unrelated, but no, I just that's really to know. a great question. And I, I love that. I can totally picture you. <laughs> Just the little girl with her mama. So precious. Okay, so let me ask you to tell me a little bit, once you got to that New Year's spot, tell me some of the things that you're watching God do, things that you've learned about yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, things that you didn't know were going to be out the, not the rear view mirror, but out the windshield that have happened, surprises even, whatever you want to share, because when you had that sense of, things are new I believe then you have a vision for what's new does that yeah. make sense and then it, it velcros to you so what are some of the new things that have been going hmm. on well um I'll I'll start professionally for yeah. myself um I currently am on furlough okay which a lot of people can probably relate to um and it has been a gift I have been praying for quite a while as to what is next mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. And that deep breath that I felt in March has been magnified. Um, Now this summer, especially, I was really given some beautiful time off last summer, but I was in a grieving period last summer. This summer, I am having a ball. (laughs) I'm so excited. And it's it's giving me some time to think. And it's giving me some time to 
ask what's next and I feel like I have a vision and I'm at perfect peace about it. Cool. And just going to let him continue to open doors for me. It has given me beautiful time with my girls Mm because we are going to move my oldest into UWM. Okay. Coming up at the end of August, hopefully. Yes. Um, We will do that. And um, I feel like I did pray in, in April and May as the year was approaching, I, um, I miss companionship. I miss having a person. Mm-hmm. And that was being very magnified in my life. Like I was really feeling that. Yeah. So I started praying specifically about what that meant yeah. and what that would look like. And I am pretty old fashioned and I was not going to seek that out. At okay. all. I was not going to seek out. I wanted whatever happened, whoever was going to maybe come in eventually, I just thought, I really want this to happen very organically. Okay. Okay. And um, as I look back in, in my journal and I really think about the exact date, I believe that um, I, I did, something did happen on May 29th. I, I did I did have a meeting with someone. Really? On, on May 29th, on yes. On May 29th. Yes. God is so gracious. Yeah, and it was very spontaneous, and um, this new person's been in my life a, a good month now, officially. Oh, yay! Um, so yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's very new, and yeah. um, it's I'm I'm having a, an absolute blast, and he's a godly man, and um, good. I'm Carrie. just gonna see what happens. <laughs> I think we may have spoken when you either knew it may happen, or I I can't remember. We were on the phone, maybe trying to schedule this. Oh, that's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. And and I um I received a blessing from my girls to to do that. And that was really really important to me. And um it doesn't mean that it's easy. It it's 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 yeah, it's yeah, yeah. new for me and it's very new for them, but um we're just we're just kind of in that season right now. Yeah. So, um but truly like and I feel like it's been it's been all ordained. Yeah. So good. Totally his timing. And, um, a next season, a different season. It's not a replacement. It's not a, it's just the, the new. Right. Very much. Do you feel like you are embracing the new, like, um, do you have any hesitancy or are you embracing the new? Because number one, you're worth it. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that number two, Mm -hmm. God is so not done with companionship. You're young. Yeah. You know, and I know you knew that. And even in the first time we talked about how many people would say that to you, I kind of didn't ever think that you would never have a man in your life. You know know what I mean? Right. Um, Do you feel like you're like really welcoming it? Okay. So you don't have any hesitancies or Um, freak out moments? Hesitancies in that I want to do it right. Okay. Hesitancies in that, um, you know, the dynamics of, of having my daughters who lost a father is different than me finding someone who makes me happy. You know what I mean? Yep. But, um, I, I'm not worried about that because I know that that's just all, you know, going to work out. Um, I, I'm very, Hmm. What's the word? I don't want to say picky, (laughs) but I, I'm very selective and, um, maybe even discerning. I think so. I think so. Yeah, definitely. It's and different than um picky. yeah. You're right. I love that. You're absolutely right. 
I think that there's a negative connotation with picky, but I am discerning mm-hmm. and I do know what is what mm-hmm. is good and I've just kind of um I- I'm enjoying I'm yeah. enjoying every single moment and it's been really really fun and really positive yeah. and I think um I believe that it will continue and I believe that we'll be able to do some really really good things neat moving forward neat. and that's really important to me neat yeah. You know, the, the fact that you've been so open with your girls about sharing how you're doing and how are they doing and keeping those touch points of just being real will help in this season as well. Like is what part you gave me the go ahead. I feel like you unlocked anything that was like locked up so I can do this. But if it if you have bumps in the road, we can talk about it. Exactly. Right? And you've invited them Very to be free open. with their emotions yes. too. And I think that's really, really important. I don't, you know, I'm not going to give parenting advice because every, every relationship right. is so different. Like, as far as what you have with your kids, but I think that, you know, as you enter those teenage years, the one thing that I have done is you're not supposed to be your child's friend, but I have always opened it up to kind of be able to talk like a friend. Yeah. And I have said at times to them, can we just have, can we have some girlfriend time? Or can I have permission? Mm. Can I have permission to kind of speak into your life right now here? Mm-hmm. Do I have your permission? And man, when they give it, it feels pretty cool to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I'm just telling you kind of what has worked for us. Yep. But um, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it is, it is new in that um, I'm full steam ahead because yeah. Like I am just like feeling like I haven't felt in a really long time. Yep. But, you know, they're looking at me, seeing me now as a, a little bit more of a woman okay. instead of a mom. Yes. Because I'm a woman first yes. and foremost. Yes. Like I am a human being, a woman first and foremost. And I was that before I ever became a wife and exactly. a mom. And so they're kind of getting to know me in a yeah. new way with a lot of, with a lot of, um, spark and fun and yet a lot of kind of maybe uncertainties and insecurities on my end that I haven't felt for a while because I'm just like wow this is this is really new but it's you know what I just it's so good (laughs) you totally are embracing it and it's so good and you know they're going to get to know themselves a little bit watching you go through this phase because um in a situation where they don't have a father that passed away they wouldn't have seen this does that make sense they're seeing you like right going on dates they are going to have that in their future. When they never saw that, you know what I'm right. saying? It's, it's, it's a new season and it's a new time for them to see you. I think it's actually Well, and really I hope beautiful. I can teach them as a woman to also, you know, I, I embraced and being discerning, right? When yeah. I, I always told them when I was younger, like, well, when I was younger, I did this. And I, this is important that a young man, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, yep. Well, hopefully now I can teach them as a young woman because my oldest daughter is 18. Yep. It's not lost on her that I will also now expect to be treated a certain way Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. should she and as should my younger daughter. Yep. So that hasn't changed. You know what I mean? I mean, they saw how wonderful their father was to me and that that was kind of an expectation in our relationship. Well, that does not change. Right. And so... Yeah, I think a lot of really good can come of it. And I hope, I hope to take 
truly what I'm teaching my girls, what I have learned, what I am still learning, and help other women. That yeah. is really what I feel my next chapter yeah. is going to be. Is that part of the book, sharing your story, but sharing it with... Uh, do you know what part of what you would r- write? Um, yeah, it's just, it's really going to be kind of um, about the journey this past year and what I have, what we have all kind of gone through and learned and where God has been in it. Yeah. Truly where he has been. Yeah. Because amongst the, the pain of last October when I was here, when I was still really kind of working Mm -hmm. through it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that there's still not pain. It doesn't mean that just because, you know, there is a new person that I have welcomed into my life um, that there is not days where I'm kind of like a little off or whatever. And, you know, and I, I kind of has said that like, wow, you know, the person that is going to be in my life is going to have to be really strong and really sure of, of who he is because I'm always going to talk about Steve. Right. I'm always going to talk about him. And the secure person is going to allow you to talk about Steve as long as Steve is not this mannequin that right, you're bringing right. into the car with you and, right. and you guys sit down at a restaurant and then you put Steve's mannequin <laughs> beside it and you're hauling something. I was going to say nobody wants to live with a ghost and I don't want to say ghost, but I mean like mannequin, if that yeah. makes sense. But it's part of who you exactly. are and why you're the way you are. Exactly. Because marriage shapes us. Yes. And so this person is embracing you and he's embracing Steve really. In a sense, because you're one, right? And when you were one, that has shaped who Carrie is. So it's, right. I, I think it would be hard if the person was either insecure or had to had to sweep up and clean up on aisle 12 if the person was this real jerk. Do you know what I mean? And so everything the woman goes through, she's distrusting or she's skittish or she has all sorts of triggers. That would be harder in some ways. But having a great husband isn't easy either. You know what I mean? In a comparison way. But it's better that he runs his own lane and doesn't yeah, compare. You know, exactly. I mean, don't compare, don't compete, don't celebrate. Compare, don't compare, don't compete. That can really, really be in so many. It's very freeing. And and you know what? And not, Rachel, even in, like, in my in my um, situation, I'm a widow, but it could also be another woman's situation yep. that comes from a very different background, yep. possibly an abusive relationship, yep. possibly like a divorce, or yep. whatever it happens to yep. be. I'm just, I'm such an advocate for um, kind of knowing yourself and knowing what you need and telling God, first and foremost then, telling the Lord yeah. what you feel that you want and what you need and knowing that he has someone very very specific and like you have always told and you know in so many of your talks you are significant yep. you were made yep. for a purpose Amen. you are beautifully made you are yep. lavishly loved Amen. and my journal started saying those things oh, back so now this spring so good. and I was very specific Ooh. in what I was saying to him and what I was asking for yeah and this man came in yeah that I was not expecting yeah. and was organic and was spontaneous. All those things you asked and for and wanted. And he has a lot of things in my checkboxes. So good. And so we're just, I'm, I don't, I you know, I, I have no, no idea what, what God has planned, but I know that it is good. Yeah. And I'm just going to, that is in my windshield right now. Yeah. 
So good. So good in, in bringing this person so good in, in giving me this season of, of rest and deep breath and so good in what is next. Yeah. Well, I had this uh, vision or thought, it was like a second this morning when I was praying and it was, um, a picture of like a basketball and and it was I it was I felt like it was on a driveway that was flat and I didn't see any like shooting into the hoop or anything I just heard like a basketball and and I was like Lord what's this is this for me is this for Carrie she's gonna come over pretty soon we're gonna record for the real deal what is this and I um I didn't even feel like it had to be for a basketball player but as soon as I saw the picture I said what is this and I heard bounce back and then I listened to the dribble, but the drip, the the bouncing, like when you learn to do it, you try to keep it in the palm and keep it like where you could travel down the court. But the ball kept getting higher. So I believe you are number one, already proving that you're bouncing back. Mm. Um, the ball didn't get flat. Right. The right. ball didn't lose air. And I believe God is going to bounce back higher. That's just he, he's an increasing from glory to glory, grace to grace, strength to strength. He's an increasing God. Mm-hmm. And I believe the the future is brighter than before. I really do. I, I just see bounce Thank back you. all over you. So I'm just going to, I'm going to prophesy that into you. You're bouncing back girl and higher and it's good. Yeah, it's so it good. so good. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying the real deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to the real deal. You, you mentioned that during the time you were journaling and, and what you might write would be like in the thick of it, yeah. in the hard, where mm-hmm. was God? One of the questions I wanted to ask you was, what characteristic of God, what name of God, what part of him went from theological Mm -hmm. or theoretical to you to experiential? Like, I know God is my fill-in-the-blank, or I watch God be whatever. I'm going to give you a quick example without trying to... God says he's a defender, Mm right? Right? He's a deliverer. He's a provider. He's a comforter. All these things. I knew God was a deliverer. But years ago when we lived in Minneapolis, I bumped into a lady on an icy, glare ice day going very slow. Trial by jury. Mm. After going through, like years pass before you go to trial. Then you go to trial. I've never been to trial. I'm like, I bought a suit. I'm like, I don't know what to do for it. You know what I mean? My goodness. I now know God is not just a defender. And he, I read it and I can quote what verse. He's my defender. Yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah. experientially, I know he's my defender. I knew that um, theologically I could write it down. So is there something that he's been mm-hmm. or a, a part of his nature that you now know? Mm. Well, I specifically remember when we talked last fall, that story that I told about sitting in that chair and letting him hold me. He still does that. Um, But it's different because I'm kind of to this point where he's not needing to kind of cradle and hold me as much, Mm -hmm. but he is next to me, Mm -hmm. walking with me now. Because I'm up. I'm up and I'm walking. And, yeah. and there's times now where I'm running yep. and there's times where I have a good skip in my step and he's mm-hmm. just on pace with me every single, and this, so this good. past spring when I had that really hard conversation, I, what I did was, I don't, it, it was just a, it was just a hard day that I was having 
and I don't have too many of them. I mean, like, you know, there's hard days, but yeah, this, yeah. this day I literally grabbed my car keys and I left Yeah. because I just, I felt like I needed an escape. And I think part of it was also this season where you can't really go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah, you, yeah. Just, you know, so I just drove, I just yeah. drove and it was, um, one of those where you park in a parking lot and you just really have it yeah. out. Yeah. I, I really did. Did I you really, get a good cry in Yeah. Too? I just, yeah. just had a good cry and really yelled and yep. really asked him some really hard questions. Yeah. And I just, once again, he wasn't necessarily holding me in yep. the chair, but yep. he was in that passenger yep. seat and he was listening to every single word. Yeah. And, um, I, th- so I think he's become so much more real. Yeah. And he is my friend. Yeah. No matter what he is. He's all the things that you yeah. have said. He yeah. is provider. He yeah. is healer. Yeah. He is counselor. He is all these things. But simply the God of the universe is your friend. Is my friend. Amen. And he now, so he listened to that. And then I did journal. And so many things of of the voices that you, you know, you try to discern, I wrote more than once, keep going. Yes, that was what he was telling you. Keep going. And in that keep going, that meant, and go ahead and keep yelling at me if you need to. And go ahead and keep crying. Because I am, first of all, I am here and not going anywhere. Like the best of the best of friends. And secondly, I can take it. Every single word that you're saying, every cry and every yell, all the ugliness that you think this is, Mm I can take it. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. I am here for the long haul. And he never, he's never left. Yep. And he, you know, yep. it does, it says, yeah, I yep. never leave you. I never forsake you. Yep. He didn't get he out has, of the car. He, he has say, proven enough. that. Right. He oh, has proven that. So he's, he's taken from holding me in the chair to now sitting with me when I'm playing the best song on the radio with my sunroof open because I am having some really great days and he is there and he is smiling at me and he is enjoying every moment Mm -hmm. with me Mm -hmm. and that's who he's been to me you know what what's true in the natural is true in the spirit realm yeah and the way we enjoy watching our kids when they're having a ball or when they're doing something that's life-giving or when they throw their head back in laughter or they're driving because they got their license and they, we enjoy that. Where do we get that from? The heart of the father. Yes. Do you know what I mean? We are like the way he is toward our kids. You know what I mean? And he didn't ask us to be his servants. He didn't ask us to be his employees. He didn't ask us to be, you know, anything other than you're my kids and I love you. And I'm also your friend. Like you, you referenced earlier, you knew you were the parent for your children, but can we still have some girlfriend time? Because you're their friend too. Right. Jesus is like, that. oh, that's beautiful. That's so good. So good. Okay, I don't know what else I want to ask you, but let me, um, <laughs> let me see. What, let me check. Okay, I was thinking a little bit about whatever comes against us. The only way we can come against it is from something internal. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it says that inside of you will be rivers of life that flow out. You know, because otherwise we're driven all the time by the externals. And we're trying to reach it from the externals. Do you feel like you've sensed um, this bounce back or this whatever coming from 
like who God is in you or do you ever feel tossed about still by the circumstantial stuff? I think more than anything, what I have learned is who he has proven himself to be this past year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he is, he, I said this once and I don't know if I will eloquently say it now again, but he is everything I thought he was and everything I hoped he would be mm. in this season. Like when you say that, gosh, if something were to happen, I sure hope like I would yeah. feel like, you know, I say that I have this faith, but I mean, I haven't really gone through anything that God has had to prove. He has proven mm. himself faithful. And so every, I mean, so good. Nothing really rattles me, Rachel. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like I've kind of been through like a lot and like the furlough, the yeah. pandemic, yeah. like all this stuff. I'm just kind of like, all right, well, like you said, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Yep. And that's what he Because told he has proven himself to be so faithful and so faithful to my girls in getting us from point A to B to C to D to E, that I I don't really think about it. Like, I don't, I really don't. And, you know, it says that he uh, does not change. Right. Everything around us is changing. God does not change. Every day. Right. Everything's shaking. He's unshakable. Right. And it also says he cannot lie. So if he told you he'll be all these things, he can't lie. So what he said is, when he said keep going, he means keep going. He can't lie to you. He didn't lie to you when he told you that. Right. Those two pillars, I mean, I know righteousness and justice are the foundations of his throne. I, I get that. But the fact that he really is not a liar, right? you know what I mean, and can't change, are huge things for the future. They're well, huge if, things for our life. If anybody if anybody is reading that and not sure, yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. they can look at my life and they can say, well, he did it for her. Amen. I'll tell you, he's going to do it for you. Yep. He is going to do it for you. Because yep. everything that I wondered if he would, he has. He mm-hmm. And he has done. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And you've also allowed him to. And welcomed, welcomed him doing that. You haven't put him on trial in every day of, you know what I mean? Like, are you going to? You were like, Lord, I need you. Yes. You, do you know what I mean? You, right. You've opened yourself yes. for the... Yeah, and in Revelation it says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And what he has done in your life is a declaration over someone else. It's a, a prophetic thing that he will be near, he will be there, he mm-hmm. will be comforter. You, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it does it does continue to go on. Yes. It really does. And you've also really welcomed it and really embraced it. I have. I've surrendered it. it all. I have surrendered it all. Yeah. I mean, that, and that is that has been my life. Like you had <laughs> asked about the childhood. I always had a real sense of God. Ever since I was a little girl, like a real sense, a real kind of a true blue faith. Mm -hmm. Um, I just always really believed in him. Mm -hmm. And then when obviously Jesus, you know, came in as my true friend and savior and I accepted him and and gave him reign. I mean, it's, it's never, I've never looked back. And, and again, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't guarantee that everything is just going to be, you know, all this this wonderful stuff all the time. Because I'm, that's my life too. My testimony yes. is part of the fact that this terrible thing happened. But everything, maybe from little on, that I believed to be about him and and wanted him to be, he came and he swooped in and he was mm. and he is. Mm. 
And I don't know. I just, I want to sing that from the mountaintop so because good, somebody does need to hear that. Oh. Somebody really does need to hear that. And I would love to come alongside somebody that needs to hear that and, yeah. and, you know, help. So that's my next chapter. And yep. that's what I, my, I hope my next chapter will be. If, if I, if I write something, it's going to be my next chapter. If I can get in front of people and, and help people it's, out. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And anything that we go through, God does not waste it. Correct. He says that he actually uses us to be this poured out vessel for someone else. Mm -hmm. Because whatever happened in and through you is for someone else as well. Right? Correct. It it just for sure is going to happen. I don't know what form. Number one, I think it's going to be higher than you thought. It's going to be broader than you knew. It's going to be bigger. Um, But don't ever despise the small beginnings of just walking alongside somebody, giving somebody a how you doing, right? Uh, this exactly. this podcast going out, who, who knows that I believe you're going to be used because none of what God allowed you to go through is wasted. It's not wasted on Jesus. It's not wasted in this earth. Exactly. That's beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. So that gets you going. That gets yeah. you up in the morning too, knowing that, hey, because you could say the very same things. Um, but they would be platitudes. They would be sentences to Correct. somebody that doesn't know you've not lived it. Right. 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 Like if we'd go to the doctor, you say, have you practiced medicine? How long? You know what I mean? You want to know, like, <laughs> exactly. do you know anything about this surgery you're about to do? Right. 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 And um, if they don't, you sure hope they have someone that is shadowing them. Right. Exactly. So you're saying something and it has the, I'm going to say seal, the stamp of mm. approval, really. And people will notice that. So I believe any cruddy thing we go through, uh, it better be used for good, and it and it almost always does. Oh, right? I believe that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it doesn't even have to be something like again, like it does not have to be relatable to what I have been through. It can just be relatable in that we all have our hurts. Yes. This in this yes. world we will have trouble, but we take will heart. Have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome. That's so true. And because um, some people don't believe we'll have trouble, and Jesus said we would. Right. He doesn't I think, send sickness and disease. He died for those. We know that. But I'm talking about trouble and trials and hard right, things. Right. Exactly. Those are very different. Part of my healing, too, and maybe maybe this will help someone, I think it's really important. Um, you know, what, what we had was this sudden death, and I went into such kind of business mode right away. And what I was able to do these last six months is I kind of had him take me back to that day when I felt that while I, w- while I heard the news and I was in such shock, I did go into automatic business carry and mommy mode. If, you know, yep. like I didn't, yep. I didn't really take a lot of time for me as Carrie wife to, to just know the enormity of, of that moment. Mm-hmm. And so part of my healing, he did to kind of take me back there. Like I went back yep. to that emergency room and I sat with him and he showed me where he was that day. Yeah. And I think that we, sh- we can do that. We should do that. Oh, and, yeah. and that's a really huge part of healing. So I just, that's a I huge wanted part. to share that because otherwise it's in the house of who you are, but it's right. locked up in this attic and I'm not going to go to that day. That's up there. And I padlocked it. And right. I don't go there. It's it's um, compartmentalized, but also on lockdown. 
And so I don't go there. So then I, I never really get healed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I won't go there. And so then you're not being completely authentically you. But the truth is when you go there, you don't even have to stay there. No. It almost right. like that room gets cleaned out yeah. in a sense, right? Yeah. And some windows get opened and the, the air blows through. And it's like, oh, wow, I needed to go there. Yeah. And, and do that. And, and I believe the reason we don't think we can go there or we shut things down is we think everything would crumble or I, I don't know if I'd ever be able to be the, the same. No, you're actually going to be able to be better because that's a healing point that will come. Right. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I'm so glad you did. Yeah, it was it was really good. Did that I, happen during lockdown and during the time we're all like um, hanging around more? Yeah. Because I was going to ask you how... First of all, God gave you this time mm-hmm. to just be, and then you had bereavement leave or whatever from work, and and but then the world has had this. Yeah, you know. What I mean? So how has that helped your soul, well, or all, what have you noticed? We're definitely all in this together. Like, there's, you know what I mean. Like, I felt very alone in what happened last summer yeah because not a lot of people can relate to something like that Mm -hmm. that happened to me Mm -hmm. but we're all in this together this whole season that we're in you know but it has given me a chance to you know when you're foggy you're foggy and and you're in something you got to get out of it to then go back and be able to go oh that's this is what i kind of should be doing so that's just a lot more i think um clarity clarity um this past spring uh in in me kind of walking that journey that's been awesome yeah that's been awesome and the day that you went and had that hard conversation was during this whole time too yeah yeah that's good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah do you remember a trigger or a thought or um whatever that made you grab the keys and go did it feel fight or flight? Did it feel adrenaline-ish? Did it feel like no? I need to go. I I, did, I just am curious. Yeah, I think it was just a. I think it was just a hard day. I think I was just kind of handling a lot. Um, I should go back. I I know I I wrote it down probably in my journal. I think I I think I might have had like an argument or something with one of my girls, and yep. it was just it was just a lot tipping the scale. It, Too it much. totally Too much. was like that was it. And then because we were kind of in quarantine and we had all been around each other so much, yep. and you can't you just couldn't go to Target <laughs> for an hour, you know, and <laughs> exactly. feel comfortable and just be like, you know, I'm just gonna take a little, you know, whatever. And I remember it was a really it was a rainy night, so I couldn't just like get out and go for yep. a walk or something like that. So I just grabbed those keys and I kind of at the time I thought, oh my gosh, this is a little dramatic. This is a little dramatic. <laughs> I <laughs> imagine that, but here's um, my Jan Brady moment. I'm yeah, just I was throw just a like, wow, grabbing the keys and taking the car and going for a drive. But it was very kind of uncharacteristic for me. But I thought this is good. This is kind of the new me. This is something that I need yep. right now, and I'm recognizing it and I'm taking it. That is so good. The new you. Um, there's nothing wrong with going and doing that drive. No, nothing. Would the old you? In air quotes, uh-huh. I don't know. Like, are are you more of a like? No, I'm gonna stuff this a little bit and just keep going because I've I felt that way sometimes. Kind Somebody of. said, "How are you relating to this?" or "How are you responding to this?" and sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure I know. Yeah, and I'm like, why do I not know? Do I not give myself permission sometimes to? You know what I mean? Like, so the I old think you? I was giving myself permission to just kind of go and have a 
like a moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I probably would have gone upstairs and maybe kind of, you know, in the main bedroom, probably, you know, criers or, you know. But I think what I, what I was missing was my partner. I was missing the partner to swoop in and say, hey, whoa, mm-hmm. time out. I don't know if I was feeling like you don't talk to your mother like that or this decision that we're trying to make, because I don't remember the specifics of right, it. Right, right, right. But, like, I just didn't have someone to to help me in that moment, yep. I was feeling very alone. Yes. And I thought, well, then the best thing to do is to be alone. Yeah. Right now. Yep. I'm going to get the heck out of here. Yep. I need, it was kind of maybe like a fight or flight response where I just felt like I got to get out of here. Yep. I got to go. Yep. And, uh, I, you know, I told the girls what I was doing and stuff like that, but there was one, there was one moment I didn't go far, but I actually turned my phone off because I thought I do not want to <laughs> What have you found right now? I just want to have this very much alone time because we are so connected in this world. Yeah. So very connected. And um, that was just like a really concentrated thing for me to just turn that phone off for like maybe five or ten minutes and just be like, be, just be, just be, just be. So I wasn't in my chair, but I was in my car. Yep. And I... But that's when he also came. That was a that was, was like so a mad. lot of strength in that moment, actually. Like whereas I, I sat in the chair and I was being held, this was, I was kind of the a You're rising up. Almost. I was really mm-hmm. a kind of a yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a rise up. It mm-hmm. was a this is not okay. Mm-hmm. I want things to change and I want you to help me. Yep. Type of thing. Yep. You know, and so yeah, that's both kinda, are cryouts. Totally. You know, one's a cry out, like, and be comforted. The other's a cry out for, yep. yeah, and something strengthened inside of you. That's beautiful. That's great. Okay, so tell me something else that you want to share, because there's somebody on the other end that's listening to this, mm-hmm. or any other thing that I maybe haven't touched on. I really don't have an agenda yeah. to today. I just believe that we needed to have a second conversation. Yeah, thank you. Because I thank you for not having this be the only conversation. I'm glad we had the one where it was... It's foggy, and sometimes I go out for dinner, and I'm with my girlfriends, and I don't want somebody to ask me how. I, it, whatever those, all those were real things. Yeah. Um, what else would you like to share with me? And just yeah. so you know, it's going to go out to other sure. people. Sure. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I, well, I am grateful for where I am. I am grateful for every moment where he has met me, and he has, and every single thing that I needed. Um. I think that if there is anyone out there who is hurting, it is just so okay um, to let the Lord know exactly where you are and exactly what you need, and he can handle it all. There's nothing that he already doesn't even know. So true. He just is, you know, I feel like sometimes he's just waiting. He's just waiting there with open arms saying, would you ask me? I, just ask me. Just, just. I will give you whatever you need. Mm-hmm. But that surrender is. We always. We live in a world where it's instant gratification. We think that we 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 need to do stuff something all the yeah. time. We need to to make yeah. this happen. We need to be productive. And what I have learned is, especially during this season, is no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Like right now, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that's next. I really don't. 
I really don't. And there are moments where I have woken up um, at times and thinking to myself, Carrie, have you thought about the fact that Megan is leaving for college and you need to pay for this and this is coming and blah, blah, blah. blah. I, and then immediately I just kind of take a captive and go, you know what? It's all good. Yep. He's going to take care of us. So um, there's power in that. There's yes. a lot of power in, in just saying, Lord, you're large and in charge. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. so large and in charge. He hasn't let me down this whole past year. And maybe that no. sounds, maybe that sounds like a little bit of a, like a, like weird because you're like, well, wait a minute, but he did let you down. He did. But out of that has come so many amazing things. And I think what you said that I'm going to take from today is I have allowed him to do that. Yeah, to minister to you and that bless has, you and be your friend. Yeah, that has been a full surrender and he has not let me down one minute. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of, in, in okay, so let's, in human terms, let's just say our homes are our true possession, right? Okay. They, they hold in it so many important, lovely things, right? We worked hard for our yep. home. We take care of it. It holds memories. It holds mm-hmm. amazing times with people that we love. It'd be like if you were to give the keys to someone yeah. and leave for three months and just say, well, I hope you take care of it. Right. And you come back and it is even better than when you left it. Yeah. That's been my experience. That's been my experience. So good. So good. The grass is growing and it's green. My yep. flowers are blooming yep. and my floors have never looked better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, he's <laughs> and it's tending like, to it. What? You did that? Yeah, and he's so like, good. well, gosh, thanks for giving me the keys. Oh, so good, Carrie. Thanks for giving me the keys. So um, I hope. Gosh, I hope that speaks to someone because that just that just kind of came to me. Yeah, that and blesses. He he is doing that. He is doing that in my personal life right now. Um, and again, I have no expectations. I'm just letting him run with this yeah, with me. So good. Yeah, he's the master remodeler too. Even if the you came back to the house, it, you would like it better if he yeah. did something different or right. if he had to demolish something so he could build something. Right. Or it's yeah. beautiful. It's so good. I love it. Thank you. I'm well, so thanks glad. for this time. And I, you know, I, I am, I'm passionate about helping others. And um, I know that that will come. But if this and our voices can help, just that's, that's so powerful. Yeah. So thank you for yeah, doing no, this. I'm so glad you're here. This is so good. I can't wait to title it. I don't know what to title it because it's been <laughs> so good. I'm like large and in charge. Love it. <laughs> You keep know going, the whole house. Baby. Keep, keep going. going is so good. <laughs> keep going is what he told you. Keep going. But it doesn't just mean like you can't ever. That's true. But um, helping others. Keep going. Yeah. Seeing your future in a good way. Keep going. Yeah. Um, this is the level of God. No, keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge to think that that's what he has said. You know, in the world you'll have trouble. Take heart. I've overcome the world. That's still a keep going statement. Exactly. God's a God of all hope. Yes. You know, he's the God of all hope. So if something doesn't feel hopeful, it's not from God. Right. If something feels hopeless, there are, you know, then it's not from God because he's the God of all hope. And hope is huge, Carrie. It's huge. You carry hope, right? You carry hope with you in your buckets now because you're like, I always did, but this is like, now I got more of them because right. I see that there's something I can hold out for others. Right. It's beautiful. So well, thank you. I, thank you for sharing it. Let me say too that, you know, I think that, there are many chapters to life yes. and I have had yes. a beautiful first chapter. He wrote it 
so beautifully for me. That has now ended and I have a blank page, (laughs) but I believe that my second chapter can be just as beautiful. Yeah. And what he has started to write, I'm all in. Yay! I'm all in. Is there any part of the second chapter you want to share with us, or should we have that be later? (laughs) (laughs) Um... No, I but just you have an excitement. You have a percolating. I yeah, I'm in just a really fun, good, blessed place right now. So good, and I'm just gonna embrace that. So good, so good. And I would like to to just shout out to him for that. Yeah, like amen. Truly, it's a like, huge praise, my dear friend. He has yeah. been, and I I appreciate it. So. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Well, okay. Would you feel comfortable just praying over yeah. somebody on the other end sure. here and? I believe, Carrie, that um, I believe this is going to help someone. And I'm just grateful. Whether it helps someone or not, sometimes conversation is what people need. A podcast is great. People are on lockdown just to be able right. to hear us today. So exactly. just, just bless whatever sure. you want. And you then bet. I want to pray for you. In oh, close. thank you. Okay, good. Father, thank you for this time together with Rachel. Thank you for all the listening ears that are out there, Lord. Mm-hmm. I know that you are at work. I thank you for the work that you have done in my life, Lord. I thank you for the work that you are doing in a world that seems a bit out of control right now. Lord, you are in control. You tell us that you never leave us and you never forsake us, and I can attest that you don't. I pray, Father, for um, just anyone listening that is questioning maybe what they should do, is questioning what is next for them. I pray, Father, that they would surrender it all to you. I pray that they would allow you to go for a ride in their car, (laughs) that they would allow you to hold them in a chair that they have, (laughs) that they would, wherever it is for them, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It could be in the boardroom, it could be on riding a bike, but that they would absolutely know that when they surrender, you will pick it up and you will look back at them with a smile and just say, let's keep going. Yeah. Because that is what you have done in yeah. my life, Lord. I pray for just anyone who needs healing, Father. I just ask in the name of Jesus that that healing would just come either physically or spiritually, however that looks. And um, Lord, I have come back to saying to you, I cannot wait to see what you are going to do. Yeah. And so I just, I give you this day. I give you these next several months. I can't wait to see what you're going to do. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I I thank you so much for Carrie. I thank you for her life. Lord, I I thank you for the way that when she was a little girl and asked if she was ready for a test, she was ready to bring it on. And that's the way she is, God. I thank you for the way you've wired her. I thank you for the beauty that you've given her. I thank you for her girls. I thank you for her experiences, God. I just pray that you'd bless this next chapter, Lord. I thank you that she has had the ability, because of you, to turn the page and to know that a blank page is something that's going to be beautifully written with complete confidence that you're writing it, God, and that she's watching and participating. I thank you for her surrender, Lord, and I thank you for the way that that is um, allowing you to just go and work And I thank you that you are also going to keep going in her life, Lord. You're not going to ever leave her. You're not going to forsake her. So I just bless her today, God. I pray that you would work in her life in exponential ways. Just more favor, Lord. More influence. More connections. 
just the way that you're just going to go and do a big, big thing. I just pray over that. I pray for the book, Lord. I don't know exactly when and what, but I do know that it's going to go to hands of readers that are going to be benefited from it and are going to be glad that they have it. So I bless that. I bless this um, next season of her life, Lord. And for the people that are listening, God, to our conversation, I just thank you for them tuning in. And I thank you that they are here and that you see them wherever they're, wherever they are and that you're well aware of their situations as well. And so God, if they're experiencing problems today, I just pray that they would see that problems are opportunities to see how big you are, God. And so I pray that they would invite you into every circumstance. And so Lord, bless them today as well. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you for for asking me. It's been a pleasure. You're just beautifully (laughs) pleasant and discerning. Not picky. Thank you. I'm going to use that. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.